Welcome to Family Karma Cast. I'm Indra. I'm Deanna. And we're ready to go. Yeah. What an episode. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot happened in this episode. What do you think? Mm. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yes. That's a good way to put it. Um, and then, of course, there's Anisha's appearance on Watch What Happens Live, which has been the subject of a lot of social media chatter, I would mm-hmm. say. Which, you know, controversial stuff, she said, but good for her because... What she's... I, I, sorry, I didn't get a chance to watch it just because of homework. No, it's okay. Um, well, let's talk about that after we... Or maybe I'll pepper it in throughout the episode. Okay. But I, I guess I'll just start. The, the main thing that she said that was surprising was in a question... It was like a truth or tequila game. Um, it was, do you think Amrit or Nick, Amrit and Nicholas or Vishal and Richard are going to last longer? And hmm. she said, neither. And she said, call me in 10 years. Like, they're both going to be broken up. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Why is she saying that? I, that's what I, like, I get her saying that about Vishal and Richa. I know why she's saying it. I wonder if she's saying it just so she solidifies if she's, if this could be one, if she's insecure about staying on the show. Yeah. Uh huh. To create controversy so she can stay on the show. I think it's just like glass houses. Yeah. Because you just got married too, girl. That's what I'm saying is I'm like, That's okay. That's such glass houses. Well, I was yeah. just, I didn't, I guess it, it, it threw into question for you. I'm like, well, is Anisha close with Amrit? Like, it seems like maybe not. And so the fact that she said that, though, is like definitely, I mean, because there's been no indication to me that like they're not going to last. But of course, it's a reality show. So we see what we see. I mean, marriages end up like 50 something percent of marriages end. over 50 percent end up in divorce. Yeah. So. I mean, I just, yeah, I think it's, that's very shady. It's very shady. The other shady comment she made was who is the worst dressed in the crew? And guess who she said? Any guesses? Mm -mm. She said Monica. Monica. Yeah, that's just because she's, that's, I, I just think that says more about, like, when people say stuff like that, it says more about themselves than the other person that they're directing their, yeah, um, comments at yeah and it's kind of like you guys mended fences i think monica looks adorable monica looks great i was like what about brian <laughs> or richie <laughs> i was surprised she didn't i think say all Rishi. of them dress really i think all of them dress really well i mean especially the women like i'm sorry there's nothing to be said about what bali and anisha are wearing and uh, monica I, I don't understand i don't know yeah i think it's it's interesting because yeah, I don't I don't know. I kind of like it when a Bravo I mean it's I do and I don't like it when a guest goes on watch what happens live and is like, I'm not answering this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she but which she didn't have to answer, but she did. No. And I uh, yeah, anyway, she stirred the turd and it's definitely I feel like after this, we have to have a reunion. We have to have Amrit wants to respond. I think he wrote on Twitter like I said that he said like I have some stuff I would like to say, too. And Hmm. I just think there's a lot going on behind the scenes that we're not seeing on the show. And that has happened since the show Hmm. was filmed. So we'll see what we get. But Mm -hmm. in any case, in this episode, um, we get Monica helping out with Nicholas's dance, (laughs) which he wants to do, which I think is really sweet. That's really cute. Because he was saying like, I'm not really a flashy person, but he he enjoyed that part of Vishal's wedding and wants to do something for Amrit, which is really nice. And Monica has become like the resident dance teacher (laughs) for all of these (laughs) weddings, which is really funny. Um, and let's see. So while he's there, like they have, uh, well, Monica says in her like ITMs that she's interested in getting into acting and that right. she has done commercial work before and she 
she turned down a KFC <laughs> commercial <laughs> because she couldn't take a bite of the chicken sandwich, which, you know, props to her for holding fast to that. Right. I mean, some vegetarians. Which I would think yeah. that they would, because that food's not, it's not real, like, you know what I mean? Because there are food artists that yeah. work on that food so i'm surprised they didn't give her a fake one yeah it seems like they could have maybe they're like we're not willing to do a fake one like yeah. you just have to eat it like there are definitely vegetarians i know who like the taste of meat like actually like makes them feel sick so oh interesting yeah yeah like maybe that's the case but i think it was more of a like morality stance or something on mm. that one from what she said but um is KFC like people love KFC? I've never had it before. I think I've had it like once um, in recent memory, not even recent memory. I remember yeah. once when I was like in elementary school, we got it for dinner once and mm -hmm. my mom hated it so much that yeah. she was like, we can never have this again. <laughs> and I just don't I don't even know if I've had it since then. It's big in um, international companies countries interesting yeah like especially the developing world i think because chicken is readily available in those places oh, more so than wow like, like in india kfc is bigger than like mcdonald's mcdonald's is there too but their whole menu mm. is like completely different because you can't have beef because cows are mm -hmm. sacred in hinduism so they have like different kinds of burgers, like lamb burger and things like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I'd like to try that. Yeah. it's Although it's, I'm wondering if it would make me sick like McDonald's makes me sick in my later years in America. Uh, like if I had a cheeseburger right now, and I'm not just saying this to be cool, like I, I would have diarrhea all night long. Yeah. Well, you have like... Yeah, that's... I have stomach issues too. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't even sit well with me. But I'm wondering if in India yeah, or maybe like a foreign country... It's more high quality. I would imagine it's higher yeah. quality actually, which is ironic that like in a developing someone country... Someone actually email us. Yeah. Or text us. If you you're know, listening from India, like... That would be so... Yeah, just like how's the quality there? Or anyone who has had McDonald's in several different countries and America, can you please comment <laughs> on the quality... <laughs> the quality of McDonald's. Because McDonald's is everywhere. It's like a right. little slice of home for Americans all over the world. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of sad because it's <laughs> uh, it's not not the greatest. No, but it is like when you're in a foreign country. I mean, I used to eat it every day. That being said, I used to eat McDonald's every fucking day in high school. Really? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What senior year? Me and my friends. That was the that we was drive, the spot. We drive over to McDonald's, go through the drive-through, and you know. Just there Get was, a number two. Yes. The number two meal. <laughs> Either that or we'd go get like three slices of pizza each. Yeah. That was, you know, the life. there was a Wendy's near my high school that we went to a lot. It was like that. <sighs> so the bagel good. shop, the coffee place. There was a noodles and company that we went to. That was the deal. Um, so anyway, that was funny. Um, so Nicholas, so then they're like showing Nicholas and then Amrit is having his like gym date with Vishal and they're talking right. about like leading up to the wedding and that there's been like, I feel like they're both very open about the fact that they've been bickering and kind of, you know, that it's yeah. been challenging, which I feel like that's better than someone trying to pretend that everything's gravy. Do you know what I mean? Right. Or they're both invested in it. Yeah. They both because like, there is sometimes yeah. that thing of like someone checks out yes. and is like, okay, you handle everything. That's a good point is like they're both like equally wanting to like have a say in what happens and planning. Mm -hmm. And so they're butting heads. Whereas like in some relationships, you might imagine one person kind of takes the reins on mm -hmm. everything. So yeah, it does mean that they both care. Um, Nicholas said that he does... He doesn't want it to be in a church because he feels yeah. like the church, their stance on gay marriage is just so harmful that he can't do that. But he does want to say vows and have a moment in the ceremony where they say, I do. 
Um, so yeah. I'll be curious to see if they incorporate that. And well, I th- he wanted to read. Did he say he wanted to read from scripture? Yeah, he said that there would be some Christian scriptures involved. I think that's definitely happening. Um, but it kind of yeah. it just made me a little sad what he was talking about. Yeah. What was sad about it to you particularly? I think it's just it sounds like to me that he's catering a lot to make Amra and his family happy. Yeah. Yeah. And since there's three of them and one of him, Uh that he's just going to get all and doing this kind of stricter or not stricter, but just, you know, following the culture standards. And that to me, it sounded like a part of him just doesn't want to do that. Yeah, it was interesting. He was like, you know, I've agreed to things. And then he said, and I've agreed to them willingly. So I think some of it mm. he is really excited about. Like, I don't think he would agree to a full on Indian wedding if he wasn't at least somewhat excited about it. I feel like it's tied up now in the conversation about the last names, like that maybe some resentment about the cultural aspects is now bleeding into that conversation as well, or they're like affecting each other. What do you mean? Wait, say that like about, I don't, confuse. Like maybe he's feeling a little bit more sensitive about the, like the, his parents' influence on the wedding. Now that they had that conversation about the last names as well, where Mm. his Amrit's dad was like, I really want it to be Kapai. Like, I want, I wonder. I mean, I, I agree with you though. I, he's clearly not okay with everything that's going on. Yeah. And I think that there's this thing of like, like when I'm not saying Amrit and his family hates on, you know, Christianity, but like, you know, when you, when you take a certain religion like Christianity and you're like, that's bad. Yeah. And, someone is like, well, there are positive aspects to it that influence my life. Yeah. And it's not all bad and it's not all evil. And it sounds like that there were things that were really important to him. Yeah. In Christianity, you know, like for me, I know like there are things in Catholicism that I do appreciate and, you know, the religion's not for me, but there are certain things in, because I've read the whole Bible, I had to, but, um, you know, that are very interesting. I, I see it as work of fiction. Um, yeah, but there are, there are really great life lessons within some of those I stories. I mean, like, Jesus would have, you know, if Jesus was real, I'm not sure if he was. Yeah. He would have not been doing what the alt-right was doing. And yeah, for sure. <laughs> Christians are doing. You know what I, I mean? So, it's so and, true. And I think it is, especially for me, I can see Nicholas's you know, it's so hard because I don't know. I thought it was just such a zinger when Amrit was like, uh, your religion hates gay people. Is that what he, did he say that? Did he? And that was like, then it went to commercial break. He said your parents don't even like that we're gay. Okay. Was that it? I think that's, if that's what you're referencing, that's what he said. And maybe that's it. I'm sorry. I mean, it's, I see what you're saying. I think Nicholas said that they are incorporating scriptures that he likes. So I'm glad that they're doing that. I mean, it's it's true. Like my mom grew up in India going to a Methodist uh, school run by um, mm-hmm. people who had come from other countries who are Methodist trying to convert everyone. And she, she always says no one ever converted, but she grew up around the Bible. She yeah. like knows the Bible better than any Christian I know, actually. Mm-hmm. And she always talks about how like Jesus is as a like figure is a wonderful yeah. person and how stands for all these great things and that there's so many great kind of stories and fables within the Bible. And um, so I, I was happy to hear that they are incorporating scriptures that are clearly important to Nicholas because that's his the culture that he grew up in yeah and um yeah but it's definitely like no question more of like Amrit's family and their traditions are taking over the wedding yeah I mean essentially it sounded like he feels like like a not an outsider but like yeah a little bit of an outlaw like an outsider in yeah you know the wedding because it is when I see it as a white person, yeah, it looks like an Indian wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I and I'm not saying it needs to be a white person's wedding or whatever, but yeah. Um. 
And I think it's also because when you turn a new chapter and you enter a new life stage, Mm -hmm. you are contemplating your past. Yeah. And I'm sure that is just bubbling right up and just trying to make sense. You know, and that gets like just totally like I I know when I got married, like that was. Yeah. Well, my contention was my my dad was very upset because I was the first person in my whole lineage for my, you know, this was my first marriage to not get married in the Catholic Church. Yeah. And that was and I I think I'm maybe I'm saying selfishly. I had to it brought up a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of guilt and a lot of hard conversations yeah and i'm sure with nicholas it's the same way well think of just how many hard conversations nicholas has had to have in his life not that amrit hasn't you know but i think you know and vashal says that he's like just think about how much nicholas is going through and he was like i'm team nicholas like stop beating up on him and yeah and you know i think you can just see that like Nicholas is like having to reckon with a lot more. And I do like, again, I just think he brings it up with Monica. He's like, and the last name thing came up and he's like, and I want my name represented, you know? And I think that, and I don't blame him. Oh, absolutely. I mean, last week. And I think it's also hard, must be hard. I can say this, like maybe I say this selfishly being around families that are close Mm -hmm. and parents that are really close to their children. Yeah. And not having that, you know, as an adult and seeing that that is, can be very triggering. Totally, totally. And, and I'm I'm sorry, I hope you don't feel like, like I'm taking Nicholas's side. No, no. Because I think I'm on. Can I be honest? I'm taking, (laughs) actually, I'm taking Theo's side (laughs) because number one, Theo, it's like, well, how does Theo feel? Yeah. I mean, I think number one, Theo, two, Nicholas. Theo was on everyone's side. I mean, Theo's the, actually the peacemaker. Oh my God, Theo's so cute. Him sitting there. He's so All handsome. the shots of him in the show are my favorite. Um, I know. No, I'd, I'm not taking a side either. I think it's, I think what's nice I about I see so much, it, I think you and I see so much hurt. Is yes. that okay that I speak for yes. us? Like this, the hurt is so raw yeah. and visceral. It it seeps from the, the, the scene that's going on if you're a feeling person, it'll seep right into your heart. Yes. Is yeah. that okay to say? No. And it's I, just like, it's so real. Dude. It's so real. Like these are the yeah. things that people go through. And then it gets like, and then it goes on from there. <laughs> like it doesn't even <laughs> fucking stop the whole episode. I know. Seriously. Um, like I felt like at the end, I was like, post your, like we need all ha- Bravo hands on deck because we have, again, we need the Bravo <laughs> investigators on the Trump case <laughs> and post everything you're taking because we will all do it. We'll figure it out for you. Okay, so let's just talk about that. The fertility journey. Do you know what I mean? Like, tell us. Like, we will go to bat. We will spend hours. We will rewind footage to see what you were eating. (laughs) I mean... How many of us have had a medical phone call that we're waiting for like that? Oh, my God. And it goes not good. And it and you get a someone tells you something you don't want to hear. I felt I had that like feeling in my body watching that phone call happen. And I actually thought of you for the fertility stuff. Yeah, it was just like because everyone has such a different fertility journey. And like everyone does. Like, I mean, I had sorry I interrupted you were saying the phone call no yeah well I mean it's just I think we yeah with fertility stuff I actually don't know a lot of people who haven't gone through some sort of something like in their journey you and I both have yeah yeah I mean like I lost a fallopian tube last year and wasn't you know I was assured by everyone that I would still be able to get pregnant. And luckily I was, and I'm so blessed to have like this beautiful baby boy now, but like you, it's a hard road and you just don't know until you start looking into it. Exactly. And this is the first time they're doing that. And Amrit didn't seem that concerned and Nicholas did. And looking at it objectively I'm like if both of them are way down like their sperm count or whatever like it has they're to be the something they're taking right they're taking again yeah. put us bravo detectives <laughs> give us the case. list 
You don't even have to pay that doctor. Again, Bravo people, like Bravo fans go by like frame by frame. Yeah. Like we like they'll pause, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> no, the I I have done it before. I'm raising my hand here. I have oh my I have paused and like zoomed in on things to just take a closer look. And this is Well, I told you like I sent you the one of which I should have put it online of Meredith greets her two kids. Yeah. <laughs> in there like hey. it is they're dimmer than ever and she's like but she always has that voice of like, hey, and then they're like, hey, and like I rewind it like it's those little things that you're just like, I need to see that like five times again, again. Yeah, like again and again. And there's again. a meme going around, um, which is like it's like the the women from the Miss World competition or something uh, introducing themselves by like country name. And the the woman from France says her <laughs> France like in the weirdest way, and like I just watched it on oh, loop. Yeah. Loop. Oh. I was like, I couldn't stop watching it. Do you know what the okay? What was your last Bravo thing? The last Bravo thing I will say that I watched a thousand times. Yeah, not a thousand. I think I rewinded it three times because uh-huh. Andrew was there because <laughs> I was watching it and Andrew was making food, and then I was like, babe, 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 you gotta come see this. <laughs> And then we watched it and then we watched it again. It was when Lisa sits down in, sorry, it's Miami, Real Housewives of Miami, which if everyone's not watching that, like. Watch it, watch it. I mean. Yeah. She sits down and she has the sunglasses on and they're on vacation. Uh And she's like, I think my marriage is over. And then they're like, no, no, you're not. Marriage is over. Like you can fix it. And then she goes like, I think like, and then is there another woman? And she goes, there's another woman. Everyone's like freaks the fuck fuck out and uh is her name alexia. what is her name with the g alexia no with the, yeah alexia gets like alexia i'm like that's like, my girl <laughs> no but she gets in fight mode and she's like i knew i knew and then uh who is it with the g um gertie she gives me hope for gertie who is my <laughs> love gertie she's my yes. I, she's an icon <laughs> she screams so loud <laughs> She screamed. What is the last thing that you rewinded? No, it's the same thing. Oh my God, when, that reaction? No, but it was Alexia when she went like, she was like, yes, she has, she's like, she's living there. Or I don't know, she said something. Yeah, and, oh my God. And Alexia goes, oh. <laughs> I know, Alexia goes, oh. <laughs> it's. We're watching, you know, when you're watching history in the making with these reality shows. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is what Miami feels like. Oh my gosh. But anyway, well, we go into that on our Patreon. Shout out to our Patreon. Yes. Please join please us Please join $3. You get four extra episodes a month on pop culture content. And bravo. And so yes. um, I think like just getting back to Amrit yeah. and um, Nicholas mm-hmm. is when they were saying that you know, $300,000 and just making like hammering it in. Like we are fortunate that, you know, we can take out loans and blah, 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 but not every gay couple can do that, can do this. And I think this is like when we're also witnessing groundbreaking television. Yeah. I had, I had no idea. No idea. That is how much it would cost. I mean, 150 to $170,000 per child. And, there's and like the doctor said, there are no guarantees. You know, they're kind of like we want to have one of each from each of our sperm. Oh my We'd love God. to have twins. It's like unfortunately, like it's not that simple. Like science can do a lot and medicine, but like it's not that simple. Like they're not going to be able to. Well, and then you think of like people like there's a lot. You hear a lot of uh, actors and actresses doing it yeah um and then actually today we had the news that paris hilton just she had just had a baby, baby. Via surrogate oh was it surrogate so, you know what yeah oh. kudos to her you know what kudos to her well yeah i mean and that surrogacy is also extremely expensive i couldn't even imagine you have to pay just think about like the medical cost but also you have to like pay for this person to carry your child well so wait we are talking about surrogacy with Amrit and Nicholas too Mm -hmm. and it's just you know the stress on their faces Amrit saying like this is what it's gonna cost and now I'm partner and I need to be bringing in money I mean on top of a six-figure wedding which Mary said that she thought it was gonna be at least $300,000 
$300,000 oh for that wedding. Oh my gosh. So, you know, between all of these things, we're like getting into the millions, you know? Yeah. That they need to spend yeah. on on all these things. It's it, that this would be stressful for anyone. <laughs> like it's so much and um I also just appreciated them kind of like showing them like having to like at the fertility clinic, like having to go into a room when they shook (laughs) and they're like, um, my friend Laura texted me and she was like, I love the part when Amrit asks the like clinician, like, do you have any tips? (laughs) I know. Well, I'm surprised that I I don't know. Is there like a video? Like I've, I've had friends that have done that and they said that there are like videos in there and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was kind of trying to peek around the corner to see what material they had selfishly, but they said, is that okay, Andra? That's okay to do that, right? Oh yeah. There was. Okay. I want that. (laughs) I think they were supposed to like Amrit said, like, there's no magazines. (laughs) I know. Well, and it's like, oh, like thinking about like after like everything <laughs> we know, touched the magazine. Everyone's <laughs> jizz for lack of a better word, all over this shit. Like, oh, oh my god, stickiness. Oh, well, you know that's how it works. So I just, I love like they went to their separate rooms. They like shook hands beforehand. I know. Um. Anyway, they're dealing with a lot. So when going back to like Anisha's comment about yeah. them not lasting, I'm like that that can is it okay that upsets me so much because Anisha yeah. does not understand I don't understand, you don't understand no. the hurdles exactly that they have to I mean freezing your eggs, I'm not going to say it's a walk in the park, but literally yeah. You have to find like the female, the surrogate and oh my gosh. freeze the sperm and then all that kind of thing. Not to mention to be a gay couple. Yeah. Yeah. And if they want to adopt children, I'm sure it's a heck of a lot. Even in 2023, no matter how optimistic we want to be, a hetero straight couple adopting a child is a lot easier yep. than a, no matter how wealthy you are, yep. a gay couple. Yep. No, and and that's what I'm saying is like, I don't think Anisha's comment is in response to what we saw in this episode. I think it's more something has else is going on that she's responding to. Because I put a poll up on Instagram and another cast member who shall not be named also said thinks neither relationship will last. What? Yeah. Tell me off, Mike. Okay. Yeah. I will not. And listen, like we're listening and we're raising our hands that are married. Yeah. I don't even know with the divorce rate as (laughs) it is. It's true. Yeah, it's true. And and the world as it is, who the fuck knows if we're going to last? I know. You know, 10 years. I know. But it's a shady thing. Like, what if I was like, Deanna, your your marriage will be over in 10 years. Like, what if I said that to you? You would be so hurt. I don't know. (laughs) You know me. You know how Andrew and I about our marriage. Like, we are... We are an open book. I know, but I so would I'd never be like, say that. Who the fuck knows? All I could say if someone said that to me, I would be sad about it. You know, like if, if you were, if you and I had beef, yeah. in the past, I would be like, "Fuck you!" But that's just the New Yorker in me. <laughs> well, I just, but like, yeah. I think I would be the first one to say, like, "Who knows?" Who? I, yeah. Like, okay, if we think about like what time and COVID and whatever, like. Everything is a crapshoot in my yeah. in my world. Yeah. Like in in like you don't know what life's going to bring you. You don't know what road you're going to go down. But I just think like my, like I'll just reiterate for her to be a newlywed. Yes. And have all these expectations, these rigid expectations and Yeah. It you know and be like I know this, I know that. And I'm not calling her a know-it-all, but like kind of two steps down and just to be like, yeah, they're not going to last for 10 years. Like it's hard. It just sounds really prickly. Yeah. And it sounds, it just sounds, I don't want to say mean, but it is kind of mean. It's a little like, I know better than you. And it's like, but what do you know? What is that? How would you describe (laughs) that? Like, yeah, It's, it's like you just got married after and like, and please listen to our interview with Anisha if you haven't already. She talks more about her relationship. And, you know, like she has a very specific kind of relationship. And we're rooting for her. Don't get me wrong. No, Especially no. like I, we're fucking rooting for Anisha. I think it's just it's hard because if we're also going back, she thought certain things were going to happen by the time she was ex- this yeah. amount. Of, this and they age. didn't. 
Yeah. And so she was rubbing the crystal ball. And what happened? The crystal ball was like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And so for her to make judgment about the future for anyone else's relationship and the outcome, I think is just very, uh, what's the word that we want to use? Uh... It's just strange. Judgmental? (laughs) It is judgmental. It's like looking down upon. The other thing she said, which is related to all this, is she thinks they asked like if um, something about Bali's relationship. And she was like, I think Bali needs to move in with O'Malley. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What about you and your relationship where you live in Miami half of the time? Like, girl, you're in the same. (laughs) I'm confused. I'm confused. I don't. I'm I'm confused (laughs) because it's like just a lot of opinions. Yes. About other people's life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. And this is what we want from. Listen, (laughs) at the end of the day, this is what we want from our (laughs) celebrities. But taking five steps back, it's just. Anisha, like, it seems like you're just getting things rolling. Like, yeah. you got married, you got engaged, you set these limits, you're going to have a baby, you want to have a baby in the future. Like, yeah, stop making decisions for everyone else because you have all these requirements for your life. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And to be fair, she was just asking questions that she was a- answering questions that she was asked. Yeah. And and, and Andy's so shady. He's Andy, like, what's your name again? He's Andy, like, OK, I'll ask you these questions that were like written in marker by like the intern. Fuck Andy Cohen. I'm <laughs> what, yeah. How it. is his? Like he <laughs> fucked up Anisha's last name. What did he say? He... He did stumbled he, did on he it. He went, Anisha, yeah, he Ram, kind of Ramakrishna. Say it five times in the oh mirror, baby. And like, then you could see he like looked at a producer and was like, I'm sorry. Almost. Like, like he's clearly been talked to about you need to say this these people's names. On. Right. And he still couldn't do it because I'm sure he refused to be prepped. Like, okay, so I'm reading so much <laughs> about being a cultural, culturally, a multiculturally competent therapist yes, and respect yeah. mm-hmm. and how to walk into the room and how to say people's names and ask questions and yeah. get things right because it's a matter of respect yes. and not putting like your white privilege in front of someone by like fucking up a name no especially when you're on natural television and it's your fucking job andy like come on like and it's just these people are writing your check do you know how many people and someone wrote to me on instagram and it's so true they said he can say all the names on shahs of sun sunset Wow! He thank can you say for that, all listener. the names thank and you for like that. you know the and the other franchises that are equally difficult. He knows them because he has like prepped on them. Like he called Richa Reesh. He said Vishal and Reesh. And I'm like, at this point, Andy, is it just like you can't like these are all phonetic names that you can just yeah. read and. He's not even able to do that right. And it's just like 30 seconds of prep would help so much. (laughs) Like, I can't believe it. And that's and that's the thing. It's like, I feel like I was a little forgiving. Yeah. The first with him a little bit, (laughs) little bit, little forgiving. And now when I'm hearing all this down the road. Yeah. It's like and not to mention you're getting her name wrong and you're setting her up for like all this controversy. Like like you're not invested and like, yeah, you're you're stirring the turd, as we say. And yeah, Andy, and you're not even like respecting this woman of color in front of you that's one of the stars of a show on your network no and he's and there's something and people have mentioned this too it's not just me the way he's spoken to all of the family karma people when they're on watch what happened live like his vibe with them has been cold and it's been uninterested and almost like rude at times and I felt it with the, the Anisha's appearance again, too. <sighs> so I, it's just not cool. Like, Andy, what the fuck? Like, get your shit together. Like, it's not Andy, cool. Get it together. And it's like, I want a reunion. But at this point, I'm like, I don't want Andy to do like he can't be the person who does the reunion. Like, it will be so disrespectful and cringy yeah. if he does it like he can't say the name. I really would love if they got someone from the S- South Asian American. You know, remember when they Nicki Minaj did? They should get Cal Did Penn. she do Potomac? <gasps> 
That's wow. Especially as like a gay South Asian American man, that would be very interesting. I don't interesting. think Cal Penn is gay. Is he? Oh, yes, he is. He is. Yeah, he came out last year, right? Or it was like very recently. Yeah, and then he had his book release, and we're like, Cal Penn, come on our podcast and he's been very open about how much he loves family karma like he watches the show he's like such celebrity he would be perfect perfect we love you cal cal i'm gonna start tweeting that out or not tweeting but like putting it on instagram let's try and manifest this everybody um can we i i we better i want to say my my successful instagram is not as failing i go on once and then i go off <laughs> no just, that's my thing i i dip in you do i you. see the first picture to remind me of like why i can't be on it and then i'm out <laughs> um okay brian and anisha have this conversation um brian says he wants a kid by 35 okay so he has five years it's doable Sure. But I I see Brian starting a family more around like 40. That's what I see for Brian. I see him maybe actually getting into a serious relationship around 35. Mm. And then maybe like engagement, marriage, kids a few years after that. I'm wondering if like flying the coop, is that what is it? It's called leaving the nest. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to kind of push him, like be the catalyst to get him towards a like a, yeah. a long-term relationship you know what I mean like it'll it might I'm wondering if it'll happen one after the other because yeah moving out is such a huge deal oh my god I just okay first of all how sweet was Brian's dad and how just like ups, not upset but just like that's really sweet bittersweet the move out yeah for him. like the buds. He, he, loves, buds. he loves his son and they hang out so, like that family we want to talk about close families like yeah if you watch Brian's Instagram stories like he is always going out with his parents and brother that's so sweet like they are a very close family I, selfishly I want that I know and it's just like you know it's so sweet even though like they get yeah like just kind of like getting to that close relationship I mean they must be close if he's leaving condom wrappers on the ground <laughs> of his bedroom good point <laughs> I mean okay so then he's showing him like, around the apartment dare. and he's like so I'm gonna borrow the lazy boy and the TV <laughs> I have a question okay I you know, again me trying to figure out like layouts and whatever yeah. okay so the the back is that a first floor apartment since it has that it looked like, like did it you was see up that? a little to me. It looked like it was on a higher floor. But like I didn't see a view because there was like a grass thing. Okay, so I I think maybe his balcony overlooks a courtyard. Cause what, so they put the grass? I think there's, you know those grass walls that they do these days? Yeah, why is there a grass wall? It's like an in-design thing. I don't know. But wouldn't you want the natural sunlight to come in? Well, I think the wall I, that's was what I'm like so farther away than it looked. Like, I don't think it was right outside. I think it was like on a far away wall. So where's the sun coming in? From the like courtyard? I, I don't know if there's a lot of sun. I think about these things. You know, know what I mean? When yeah. I'm walking through and, I, you know, there's nothing better than going on a little like apartment tour, a house yeah. tour with a Bravo celebrity. Well, you know, in Miami, maybe direct sun is not what you want because it's so hot there. And we always forget it's Fort Lauderdale, isn't it? Like it's yeah. like for, one of the forts. Yeah. Is, there, is it Fort Lauderdale? It's, or I think it... it's Fort Lauderdale is what he said. When he was like, I'm going to sleep on this hard floor. And this oh, that's such a boy thing. <laughs> like, this like... is just like, I've never. <laughs> it's like, get an air mattress. Like, please go to just... Target and buy a $50 air mattress. I mean, you, I've never seen like, like a more boy thing than a, f it was not even a sheet. No, it, it was, was a fitted sheet without a, <laughs> without a without a fucking mattress on I the know. hardwood floor. And like, you know, that talking about furniture, like um, uh, Vishal and Richa's situation. Yeah, and that's a yeah. I mean, but they they put up the bed. No, they put of up course. The bed. And I can relate to them so hard right now. Like I moved into a new home like eight months ago and we are still furnishing it because mm. Vishal said things are all back ordered. Like, yeah, that is so true. You cannot like I ordered a couch literally in June and then they said they said 18 weeks, which was going to be like October. 
Then they said April. Then we found out the company is like selling to another owner or something. So we don't even know if we're going to get our couch. Like, and this is not. Do we know what what company is it from? It's Interior Define. Uh, please okay, do not. Okay, we have a listener. Don't like. Oh, who works there? I don't know who works there, but like. Oh, no, no. For the listeners, like, please, if you want something from them, think twice. Oh, don't do it. Yeah. Like, I literally, we have been, we're not going to have a couch. But if you work for the company, push a couple buttons in that computer to get that. Oh, yeah. Please. Can you just, <laughs> yeah, like, just help like, me? Just like, <laughs> yeah. Just, like, do some maneuvering. Because that's the thing is, like, I always tell my kids, you want to be nice to everyone working customer service on the phone. That is true. Because they have access to stuff that you don't have access to. Yep. And if you're nice to them, you, you can get, can get them. Yeah. You you can get th- them to do something in the system yeah. that you're unable to do that can speed things up, that can get you free something. That And that's why I'm always like, be nice to them. you got to always be nice to them. It is. I... I Totally follow that mantra. The one provider I cannot be nice to is Comcast. <laughs> like mm. those assholes are just. Or ugh. Time Warner. Did you ever deal with Time Warner yes. cable? Internet company. In New York. They were In the New fucking. York? Yes. Oh my God. They were the worst. Yeah. They were the worst. They they had a monopoly on like all of New York. It was unreal. It was terrible. And they were such. Yeah. So anyway. Um. I can totally relate to Vishal and Richa um, when we see. So, OK, we need to talk about Lopa Auntie's visit and very the sister. Very intense. And yeah. um, so we find out more. And so, and someone sent me a, a website where that mm. showed Neeti, her sister's um, some information about her. And so she's 45. And I think Richa is like my age. So that means her sister is like almost 10 years older than her. Um, Mm -hmm. And she is, uh, she went to Harvard Medical School and is an anesthesiologist. And she had some other like very impressive thing on her resume. Um, She's She's a smart cookie. She's like the vice president of some like medical, some, I don't even know. You can look it up. But um, she, um, so... I don't know why. I don't know what I thought about her sister. I guess I I didn't know that she was that much older. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything. But so um, she had more one on. The interesting thing is she had one on one time with Lopa. Yes, and her and her new Auntie. son. She had a baby. Oh, I was thinking about like she was ten. Oh, when Richard oh, was born. yeah, yeah. Like, does that yes, make sense? Yes. Going back to the psychology, like she was, yeah. she she was the only child with Lopa. So, so her and Richard had totally two different experiences. That is so. That's so true. I just think of like they have like this thing in counseling or in therapy called like Adlerian theory, and it's like where you stand in the family, and like yeah, it's called the family constellations, and like birth order, you know. <laughs> birth order and also like how many how when the second child comes yes. along like your role in the family and so I thought of that when I was like oh so she was 10 when Richa was born yeah like or maybe like eight nine uh, we're gonna say like between eight and ten years old so there's a big right. age gap and that's so true so Lopanti like that was her only daughter and we know Lopanti got divorced so and she's getting Lopa in a different stage in her life than yeah Richa is yeah you know yeah it's a very big age different that's what the age difference does I just think so are they from the same dad it's none of my business are they f- yeah they have the same dad I or? think okay. I think so um I think Lopa auntie was completely traumatized by her daughter abandoning her like I think I think Lopanti has a lot of I do want to say did she abandon her or was it she stopped talking to her completely and but but my thing is is like how much conversation was had before that because it's like there's 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 (laughs) yeah that's a sister's sister's truth there's Lopa's truth and then there's the real truth right yep from what we hear, and the only perspective we yeah. have is Lopa, Auntie, and Richa, is what they said is she stopped talking to us completely for 10 years when after she, she got into this her relationship. Her ex-husband. Yeah. And so 
however it went down, that has got to be painful for a mother and a sister, especially the mother. And I think, yeah. Um, do I think Lopa Auntie is handling it the best now? I I don't know that I would be doing what she's doing. I don't know because I, I'm not in that situation. But So are we to think that they do have contact or is it just Rich and the sister have contact? No, Lopanti went to go see her new grandson. Okay. Okay. Because I didn't know if she grabbed those pictures. I was confused from Instagram or something oh, no, no. or she was physically there. She was physically there. And okay. um, she... So she met the grandson. She was talking about how like I she wanted to hug me and I told her I couldn't or like she she wouldn't hug her. Mm. Like wait, the sister wouldn't hug Lopa or No, the Lopa sister wouldn't... tried to hug Lopa Auntie and Lopa wouldn't okay. do it. And she said to to the sister Neethi, she said, How would you feel if your son abandoned you? That's how I felt, which I think is tough love. Again, I don't know what I would do as a mother in that situation, but we've seen Lopanti is a tough person and with a really hard exterior and the way she's handling the situation is equally as tough. And yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm just wondering, it's like, again, like, you know, they're, they're painting this picture of like this woman just walked out of their lives yeah. without any, yeah. you know, reason, rhyme or reason. Yeah. But I just be curious about what was the daughter's experience growing up as the firstborn, yep. her, her connection to her mother, what she received from her mother, what she didn't receive what she, her, from her mother, what she asked of her mother, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things factoring in. Because, you know, uh, when you don't... But what about, and Richa too, though, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's tough. And But maybe, you know, it was like, we don't know. Maybe Richa was like reporting everything to Lopa auntie. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like, yeah. and she had to make a clean break. And sometimes I always think that when people cut, and again, this is someone who has a very strained relationship in her close familial ties. Mm-hmm. I think breaking up, stopping contact, especially with a parent is the hardest thing you might ever have to do in your life. Oh my God. And it doesn't come out of nowhere. And it's not because it's easy to do or whatever. I selfishly sometimes side with the person, the the child that breaks the contact because they were maybe not receiving things that they needed to receive. And I'm not saying I side with the daughter, but I always think that there's two sides to every story with that situation. And I don't necessarily buy Lopa being like, she left me, she abandoned me and blah, blah, blah. And having no introspection. What is it called? Like looking back and being like, well, maybe it was because this and this happened. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. That the introspective part is definitely part of it. I think I, I mean think, maybe Lopa was making fun of the partner like Vishal and she was like cut it the fuck out or else oh, we're not going to be in your life. That's a really good point, Deanna. Maybe it's you know maybe it was a a pattern. Maybe. You know because Richa and Lopa get on this thing of they both make fun of Vishal. Yeah. Which if my if for me personally, it goes for me it goes my immediate family first and my my parents and siblings second. Yeah. Because it's like my job is to protect my kids yep. and protect my husband. And if you were, if they were dogging on my husband over and over, yeah. I would be like, these are the rules yeah. Yeah. for us to hang out. And if you keep doing that, I am not going to hang out with you. Yeah. That that's is just a really, one scenario. That's I know a really I'm, good point is maybe there was a similar dynamic. I do want to say, I don't think Richa makes fun of Vishal, like in a, in a really hard way like they yeah, poke maybe fun like, at uh, each other like as they do, a married they couple. do. that was actually thank you for pointing that out that's very true i think lopa really is actually mean to vishal yeah um and so that's a really good point is maybe neethi's husband but doesn't really like say lay off cut no, it out that's true she she lets it happen and I love Richa. I don't want to be like riches of bad person. No. Like whatever. No, they have their own ways. They're different people. But Richa's loyalty is to Lopa Auntie, you could, which I, I. Yes. Yeah. You could see Sorry, Lopa good. Auntie like saying. It's cruel. Mean things to Neethi's husband and yeah. him maybe being like, you can't 
talk to her or she's just like you can't talk to my the father of my children or they oh no she didn't have kids so my partner like that we will get married and if you continue to pick at him and be cruel yeah I'm not accepting this maybe she went to therapy the daughter and was like this is what I need yeah this is the kindness please lead with your heart and Lopa was I I know I'm taking the daughter no but that's so I just that's so important because I immediately was like oh he's a controlling asshole and they're divorced now and whatever and And like that may be part of it too that may be true a hundred percent like I think it's important that you're bringing up this other perspective because I hadn't even thought of that um I think it's like from from what we hear in this conversation it sounds like Neeti does want to reconnect with her and family that's beautiful though. and we support and Vishal that. is facil- facilitating that and that's a beautiful thing like I really Vishal's like become like this like it's interesting watching him on his healing journey yeah and wanting that for others yes and I think that's like that's never a bad thing I know and you know another mean thing Anisha said and watch what happens oh God. <laughs> she said that they asked who who which cast member has changed for the worst and she said Vishal and Andy asked why, why she said that and she said the thirst is real and I'm like nothing that Vishal's doing seems particularly thirsty to me he's he's the goofy one you know what I mean I don't like think he's just he's gets- like he's not starting drama he's not like all of the stuff with he's him not- is his own internal stuff yeah you know I was really like I don't get that Uh, a lot of this seems a little bit out of left field um and but maybe she's like Anisha and Vishal like had a big falling out yeah and maybe that's where that's coming from but I don't know it's weird um in any case um I'm I'm I hope that they can like come together as a family again. Yeah, I I think, you know, I always want to see a family succeed. Yes. Out of love and with love and kindness and understanding. And that's what I hope for them. And I do think, you know, Vishal tries so hard to be like so affectionate and things. I know we were texting about the mom (laughs) thing. Oh, I mean, bless him, right? Bless him. You're trying so hard. He's like so this is a thing that does happen culturally i think not just in indian culture but in all mm. cultures where like maybe you adopt like a name for your parents-in-law and the issue with vishal is he just keeps saying it he says it in every sentence like it's as if every sentence i said to you i ended with deanna or i started with deanna oh okay i am going to honestly i'm going to pay attention to that yeah it's like he says it in every sentence and it's like you don't need to say it in every sentence wow oh when he called down mom i was like oh i don't know why this feels like very uncomfortable that's like something you don't you know what i think that that says more about me than him yeah you know what i mean like that's that's all me i don't want to be like oh he's like a he's uncomfortable it's like that says more about me yeah and probably my issues with in-laws and yeah. parents and lean like everything and family than what he has he's he's genuinely leading with his heart he and like is. i i can't fucking like i can't chastise that no and i think also interesting is like Lopa and Richa are just not very affectionate people. And I think that there is so there's like a conflict there, which we see like in the therapy session with Vishal and Richa. Mm. But Richa is very honest about that. And Lopa is too. I I don't feel like there's actually tension there. Like, I think they understand their love languages are different. Yeah. Um. But like in the in the holy scene at the end, did you notice Lopa and Monica hugged each other that was i swear to god because <laughs> wait does lopa put monica standing in front though right they're standing next to each other and they embrace and then they embrace it, it was, was wild. the wildest <laughs> pairing and which we support this I like told, yeah. I, it warmed my little heart you know to see it's that. like one of those you know the lottery balls that are just <laughs> ping-ponging randomly around it's like okay those like the six and the seven are pinging around to each other okay i accept those yeah i accept that um yeah, that was that was wild. Um, that was wild. What else is there? Oh, and did you see um, Rishi's parents there? Y- I they? saw his mom. 
I saw his mom. I was like, who is that? And I was like, I think it's Rishi's yeah, mom. Yeah, Rishi's parents were there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense because if Monica's dad is hosting it, then that totally makes sense. Yeah. And Rishi, um, his restaurant catered the whole thing. So there's that. Too. Oh, OK. I, that was psh, that went over my head. Yeah. I didn't know this. Then. OK, so the therapy. What session. a beautiful. <laughs> oh, OK. I was going to say the holy. Uh, yes, the holy thing. Celebration was, very... was so beautiful. I actually did not know about the bonfire thing on the day before holy um, where you sort of like rid your evil thoughts mm. and, and things like that. And I thought that. I didn't know that. I've never done that myself. So it was. Well, I could see a lot of white people taking that and doing that. You know what I mean? It seems very bolder. And oh, I'm like, yeah. Oh, no, because they are just like, it's like the cultural appropriation of just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to steal this from this culture and bring it down into white boulder when, and just let's all do this. Yeah, absolutely. And then they're going to like start a wildfire or something. No, well, that, oh my gosh, there was nothing. Which is like literally someone, how the wildfire started. Literally, we have fires here all the time it's in scary. Boulder. Yeah. And when it was, the thing was on fire and going in the, and the, the bond, I mean, we can't even have fires here. No, no, you're not like. Like there's no open flames here at all. You can't, you can't go camping and have a fire anymore. Like, no, like, no. And yeah. There's just not yeah, enough and so moisture. when that was, I I honestly just like my my chest tightened a little bit when I saw, and then the the thing on fire, and it was like almost oh, and everyone was so relaxed. Oh, it's like, it's about, a fire hazard. It's a fire. Oh hazard. my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, not I good. Bet not Colorado. Lawyer was like, "This is gonna be a lawsuit." <laughs> yeah, exactly, um, exactly. Okay, but the therapy- and the cameraman. Did you see when the cameraman grabbed it? Oh no, I missed that somehow. Or maybe it was a producer. Okay, yeah, sorry. Keep going. I I was probably like writing something down. Um. Okay, the therapy session. So you right. you was it you or Mary? Because we Uh-oh. were texting about it. Thought that maybe the I therapist say? was an actor. That was Mary. I was like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> I was like, they have like actor therapists on here, I but mean, she, I, I could feel see like Mary Bravo sometimes doing that. knows, Mary sometimes knows like inside stuff that she, we don't know. She does. She's very like, she's in the blogs and like Reddit and stuff, I think more than, right. than I am. Um, And, and we stand cousin Mary, of course. Well, and she's like younger and more hip. Yeah, and more exactly. All we're those like, things. we're like some. <laughs> We're like you and I are worried about like the beach catching fire, <laughs> and Mary's like, and like someone hurting themselves, and is she's this like, therapist real or what? Um, I know. Anyway, I mean the angle, the camera angle. Do you think like they didn't allow her face? They, she didn't want her face okay. showed, which was kind of interesting. I, that's what I took it as. It could be totally wrong. So we only saw like what five minutes of what presumably was exactly. like an hour long therapy session, but. Um, it was interesting. I think couples therapy is a very, it's very different from individual therapy in my experience. Yeah, I mean, couples therapy, I think is an art. It is an art because it you, is so hard. You're not only dealing with two different people, you're dealing with their dynamic yeah. and what they want out of the session. Mm-hmm. Like, I think what she said about things snowballing was absolutely accurate like mm-hmm. you go in and this isn't any therapy thing you go in with a problem per se and then all of a sudden it's connected to all these other things connected to all these other things this is just my experience in therapy um I related to that kind of you know like mm-hmm. maybe you think there's one thing that's an issue in your relationship but really there's a lot of other things going yeah. on that might relate to that and it's not that like they're all problems but like Things are always more complicated than you think they are, kind of. I have two minutes. Okay, okay. Before I have to start doing summer camp. So we have to wrap up here, but... I am so sorry. I have to register my children for summer camp, and it is like trying to get (laughs) Beyonce tickets. Um, It is so cutthroat and I have to like have four computers open. Oh my God. It's a nightmare. And it costs so much money. (laughs) I... I'm picturing you with four laptops open <laughs> and like three smartphones. Yeah. Andrew and-, and I are coordinating <laughs> so we can get into this like I don't want to say stupid camp, but it's just like oh my god! Like what have we come to, people? I know. What have we come to? I know. And the thing is, is like I, my kids have to be in camp because I'm going to be working and Andrew works. You know, so like what? Yeah, I don't know. It's complaining. A mom's life. Hashtag mom's life. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 
so there is more that we can say. Maybe we'll like talk about a little bit more in the next recap that we do. But any last thoughts on like Vishal and Richa? Anisha's engagement ring four carrots is what she wants. Uh, I could go. I could do a whole episode (laughs) about four carrots. (laughs) Four carrots. Yeah, it's what you it's you, tough for me you it's said tough. engagement rings sir. i think yeah. what you said like the asking for that engagement ring combined with a deadline is hard it's tough it's tough it's tough it's it's uh you know and and i say it, i it's never that's not for me yeah again i picked out my engagement ring but my engagement ring doesn't have diamonds and it's not to whatever, but it, it was made in the 1800s. And I think it's fine to pick I, out your I, engagement ring. But yeah, but I was definitely not like I need this carrot. Mine, mine is. No, I mean, everyone has different priorities. And Anisha, I think, has clearly shown what her priorities are. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so Deanna has to go. We'll end with that. Rishi also loves diamonds. The way he lit up when they were talking about diamonds. <laughs> That that I, made I me do laugh. Love Rishi. Um, I know he's like might have cheated or whatever, but he's so sweet. We're gonna find out what this mysterious date is in the next episode. So all right, we gotta go. We love you all. Join our Patreon and with that, namaste bitches. Namaste bitches. Namaste, bitches.